Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I've actually been wondering for the last few days what the FCC does. What are they, what are they good at? What does the FCC actually accomplish? What is their uh, mission statement? And I discovered what it is. It dawned on me just this morning. The FCC is good at threatening people. They are masters of threatening people. They threaten industry. They threaten organizations. They threaten groups of people. And they do nothing. But they threaten people. And they do a mighty fine job of threatening people because the threats sound so good. They're meaningless, empty threats, but they make threats. The Federal Communications Commission is great at threatening people. Several people sent me a story from TheVerge.com. Said, Steve, check it out. They're threatening people again. (laughs) The FCC doing what they do best. The FCC threatens to block calls from carriers for letting robocalls run rampant. McKenna Kelly wrote this for The Verge. The seven companies have two weeks to address the agency's concerns. Otherwise, compliant carriers will have to block through incoming traffic, or at least that is the threat. The Federal Communications Commission threatened to block calls. On Monday, they announced it was beginning to process uh, to remove providers from the agency's robocall mitigation database for failing to fully implement stir-shaken anti-robocall protocols into their networks. If the companies fail to meet these requirements over the next two weeks, compliant providers will be forced to block their calls. (laughs) Yeah, right. Fines alone aren't enough. This is a new era, FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel said. If a provider doesn't meet its obligations under the law, it now faces expulsion from America's phone networks. Uh, Providers that don't follow our rules and make it easy to scam consumers will now face swift consequences. Yeah, real swift. Um, how long has this been something that we've known about and, 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 and we're just getting to it now? And by the way, this threat they're making that could, could come to fruition in a couple weeks, I'll believe it when I see it. Because these stories almost always say the FCC has identified something and they're warning people to stop and say they don't stop, bad things are going to happen. And then they're going to implement a rule. And right now, they're going to spend two years discussing this rule. At the end of those two years, you better have your act together. These providers have fallen woefully short and now put at risk their continued participation in the U.S. communications system. That's the acting chief of the enforcement standards of the FCC, speaking in a statement on Monday. While we'll review their responses, we will not accept superficial gestures given the gravity of what is at stake. So there's, say there's gravity here, and, and, and things are going to happen. The FCC's announcement marks one of the most significant actions the agency has taken to combat illegal robocalls since the stir-shaking requirements went into effect. In 2020, the FCC approved the rules, forcing all voice service providers to verify the authenticity of incoming calls. Now, I could do the math on that, but 2020 was a while ago. By the FCC's June 2021 deadline, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon had fully implemented the tech. So if you've got a cell phone or a phone with AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon, obviously you get no more robocalls. So you have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) I've got a Verizon phone. It rings all day long. And yes, I've got the different block this, block that, robo this, robo that. I've, I've, I've got those. They've figured out ways around them. So while the FCC has taken significant measures to combat illegal robocalls, 
<laughs> Who's this writing comedy here? Oh, McKenna Kelly. McKenna Kelly wrote, the FCC has taken significant measures to combat illegal robocalls. I, I was unaware. I'll have to go look into that. <laughs> uh, significant has a meaning. When you put it in front of the word measure, significant measures implies that they've taken steps that have actually accomplished something. I would have thought significant had a meaning. I'm sorry. It's only starting to address the growing threat of spam texts, according to Axios. We spoke about this a couple days ago. Last week, the agency approved a proposal to start working on a new rule to require carriers to block texts from numbers that have previously been used in illegal ways, like defrauding customers. It could take months before the agency could draft an official rule. And, of course, there's a comment period, and then they got to put it up uh, and let people see it, and then publish it, and then vote on it some more, and then send it to a double secret room where it'll sit for three more years and nothing will happen. But as of right now, they say, the FCC does, that they've told these phone companies that they must implement steps that have significant measures <laughs> that'll keep people from making robocalls. And according to this article, AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon have fully implemented it. Fully implemented it. So if you're with AT&T, T-Mobile, or Verizon, just understand that you are now experiencing full implementation of Stir Shaken. Do you get junk calls? I do. <laughs> so the fact that fines alone aren't enough, I, I don't know what that means. Have they fined these people? Because nothing's happened. Not much has happened. So we'll see what happens. But it seems to me that the FCC is really, really good at threatening people. Uh, whether they're really, really good at fixing things, eh, not so much. Not so much. So that's the story from TheVerge.com. McKenna, McKenna Kelly wrote this. And um, Alan, Scott, Jay, Nathan, and Trocon sent it to me. FCC threatens to block calls from carriers for letting robocalls run rampant. We'll see if that happens. If so, hey, I'll eat my words. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. I also want to address something really, really quickly here. Many people notice I wear different shirts. Now, some shirts will appear later because I do rotate through them. But behind the camera are two garment racks covered with nothing but T-shirts. Just trust me on that. A couple hundred. And people send me shirts all the time. If you want to send me a shirt, I'll wear it on camera as long as it's not political or obscene. And I have a P.O. box in the credits at the end of the videos that you can send the shirt to. But it's going to be a double XL. Double XL. I prefer darker colors because they look better on camera. I kid you not. It's not because of the slimming effect. They just look better on camera. But also, I get a lot of people asking, go, Steve, I didn't know you were a member of, of you know, the military. Or I didn't know you, were, you went to that school when they see me wearing a shirt from a school. And I did not attend 300 different universities across America. <laughs> and by the way, I've gotten probably five or 600 shirts from viewers. But I do respect education. I love school shirts. Place shirts for states or, or national monuments or parks, things like that. Businesses, I'll wear those too, as long as the business doesn't, you know, be political and obscene. <laughs> What's your business do? Political obscenity. Oh, that's, that's got to be a growing field. <laughs> so out of curiosity, the shirts, many of them were sent in by viewers. Quite a few of them. In fact, this one here in particular was sent in by viewers who spotted that I've got a cavalry saber over here and a cavalry saber over here. And this, of course, is cross cavalry sabers. 
So that plays into it. But again, double XL, dark colors preferably, but to the PO box in the back credits of the videos. And, uh, you know, I think I've got a photograph of the shirts behind me. I'll post it on the screen so you can see. But um, I do cycle through them. And after one's been on camera a whole bunch of times, I might pull it out of rotation for a little while. And once in a while, I put them back into rotation. And one of these years, one of these years, I think I'm going to actually take every single T-shirt I have and stack them all up and wear them in order and see how long it takes me to get through every single one. It might take a while. It might take a while, but it'll also be a lot of work, so we'll see. But there you go. Questions and comments, put them below. Those will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. The path to happiness is simple. Be kind to others, relax, and be thankful for what you have.